Hey there, Lions fans. It's the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast back after a while. Uh, Randy and Rich here with you. Yep, just us this time. Randy at Wooden Tunes 2, myself, Rich, that guy Dickie at Piss Poor Packers on Twitter. Uh, yeah, we've uh, been enjoying the summer. There's lots of festivals going on and different things happening. It's busy summer. Busy. Busy, it busy, doesn't busy. necessarily mean we're enjoying it, though. Oh, I was enjoying it. Oh. You know, time on the boat, even though you didn't leave the harbor, because, you know, gas prices and whatnot. But you're still there, floating. Yeah, um, gas prices is probably a reason why you don't go yeah. a lot. Really. Yeah. Now, I did get out there for the, the Thunderboats, uh, the Boyne Thunder. That was a good festival. Uh, I can hear those boats right from my backyard yeah, all, all day long. You're miles away. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, I, I'm. I was real close. I was here on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, with that. Yeah, uh, this coming weekend is uh, the Busker Fest in East Jordan with our friend Tommy Tropic. Yeah, we tried to get Tommy to come on the show, but busy, busy, he busy. says he's just really busy with all the other festivals because he's got uh, the Pirate Fest in Boyd City coming up. That that August. should be something everybody should come see. Uh, Lots of fun, lots of fun. Yeah, they, but, make, they make stops all around. Yep. All but around the, Lake Charlevoix. This, uh, this, this coming weekend, uh, the 15th and 16th, they've got, he's got his Busker Festival in East Jordan. It's uh, going to be in both parks and along the boardwalk. Uh, should be a lot, lot of fun. A lot of what it is, street performers yeah, coming stilt in. Stilt walkers, fire performers, jugglers. Yep. Yep, and a few uh, musicians scattered lots here and yep, there. Lots of musicians around. Uh, formerly known as Randy and the Wagon Wheels, are now <laughs> now known as the Unknown Artists. Yeah, well, uh, I got I got a little upset with my buddy for that one. We're not a country band, so. <laughs> <laughs> I love the title. I show up for that gig all day. Yeah, right. On. Yeah, Unknown right Artists, uh, not so much. It's, uh, yeah. Oh, no, you can't say that. <laughs> we we hope, for, hopefully become the former unknown artists. Right. Well, you know, Randy the Wagon Wheels, I'd, I'd show up to that gig just to see what the hell that meant. You know? <laughs> well, what other gig you want to show up to this summer? Oh, geez. Well, while we have not been recording, I, I virtually showed up to Glastonbury Festival in, in the UK, in, in Great Britain. Uh, Unfortunately, a mill and the sniffers will not be in East Jordan this weekend. Um, they're in, they're in fun fun band from Australia, Melbourne punk, uh, lots of stuff. That's what I would have been talking about if I had come on and to to say, oh well, we're not doing a podcast for a while because we're just busy, you know. Give one of those, well, yeah, those updates, right? But we didn't know at the last the last uh, podcast we didn't know what we were doing or not going to do or whatever. We, we just we assumed we'd do another one and then life happened. And yeah, yeah. We didn't. And then we did it again. right and, into the freaking toilet and yeah. decided to commit suicide. So I, I was without a car for a while. So we had no way to really get into all these cool places that we do our podcast. You know? Right. So And I never had a car, but I just got one and we were all mobile. So now we're good and uh, summer is here and life is good and uh, I'm tired of working and want to go to the beach. So... Right? Which is where a lot of these players that's are. What, that's all the mill and the snippers want. Right? You know, take me to the beach. Take, take me to the, the country. Yeah. Put me in the back seat. <laughs> love me, love me. 
Yeah, I want to drive. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, you know, uh, rent a car. That's what you do these days because who can afford a new one usually? And, uh, really? Yeah, so you borrow and you, you get a French car, you get uh, you get a new car somehow. You do what you do. Yeah. And uh, it's the off season. So we didn't really miss a whole lot, right? It's, it, it's a time to be busy and have fun and enjoy yourself and uh, not think about... 60 years of, of bad Lions football that yeah. is now turning around. Right. Right. And you give yourself a week or two or three. Is it four? Is it almost was here? And I, I think it's been four weeks since we podcast. It probably has been. Yeah. I mean, this lot has gone down. You know, June I think 9th, I, I think was our last. Todd was, Todd was with us. I got a couple of the last couple there. And then, uh, yeah. you know, and, our, and uh, our friend Tom will be back. We hope sometime soon. You know, he's, He's uh, got yeah. got some life happening with him too. I mean, yeah, uh, that's you know it's uh, two thousand twenty two. It's uh, things are happening. Yeah. So, so we just kind of hope it all comes to the best. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like, like the with lions. the lions. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, there, there's there's, uh, you know, lots of things. Even though it's the off season, right? There's always lots of things you try not to harp and on the same topic over and over and over like like injuries and and Akuda and what'll happen because we we still don't know and, and Jamison Wilson Williams because they're they're just they're well I guess from what I hear Akuda's participating Akuda's doing good from yeah. what I see yeah. uh, I mean Williams, I, I still have my like questions about him too but you you, you kind of hope for the best for this kid because you know he is a third round draft pick and you want your third round draft picks to become the players that you drafted them to be. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't his fault that he got drafted at number three. Probably wasn't his fault he got hurt either, you know. So, <laughs> well, but you know, now he's got some experience. He's got better technique. He's healthy. He's, you know, he, he, you know, he had more than one injury from what I understand too. So, <laughs> you know, so, you know, where we go? You know, I, I, yeah. I, I want the kid to do good. I want Absolutely. him to become the player that we drafted him to, to be, you know. And I, I, I don't, but I have that question marks, you know, They're about awesome. it, you know, but about him. But the way he's coming back now, the way he's running is, is some of the things that he's, that I see on Twitter that he's been posting. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I've got my hope, and I, and I hope it's good, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, and that's, you know, the, the defense, there's a lot of, and then we'll get into that a bit. Just that is the big question mark: is the defense this year? And uh, the the offense, there's uh, quite a lot of talk about the offense and 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 how uh, uh, explosive it could be on paper here. That, well, and, and well, how it could good be. it looks exactly. How it could be exactly. And that that's the when you're looking for good things about the Lions this year, that's where you're looking is the offense and and. Maybe the first round pick, number two overall, uh, Aiden Hutchinson. You're you're hoping, you, but there's still some people aren't necessarily convinced he was the man for the pick. Yeah, well, uh, let's stick with the offense here for a little bit yeah, because because exactly. uh, you know I I I I don't particularly care for what everybody's giving golf about your golf about, but to me, I think this is not necessarily a proven year for golf, but I think this is a year that he will prove it. You know. That's a that's an interesting 
good or just a good way to say it. Uh, seriously, yeah. I mean, you know, when he was with the L.A. Rams, everybody had him as a top five quarterback, and he comes to Detroit, they got him as, you know, really? shit. <laughs> seriously, well, he, 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 was, he, was top, he was top five in the Super Bowl year, and then declined after that. That's because they took it, took away all his stuff, you know, but. Well, yeah, the offensive that, line got hurt. And, yeah, 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 but yeah. that's nearly the same. Huh? You know, my question is, is, you know, you say the defense isn't ready to go yet, but I think in OTAs, you know, it took the offense an awful long time to score on this defense. You know, so you, you got to ask yourself, well, who's ahead of who here, you know? You know, and, and uh, with the new offense, you know, let's say that's what I'm saying. You gotta, we got a new offensive coordinator, and uh, uh, we got a new offensive coordinator who is actually bringing in a brand new offense. Well, and, it, yeah, it, it is a, a, a complete offense, I think, in, in his mind now, in his, his scheme, right? It, he was there last year, it, not necessarily officially, but so calling it new is not. I don't think necessarily well uh, giving it the correct connotation. Well, see, it's, no, it's a continuation and an upgrade. Well, right? that's, that's the upgrade like, is like that. The upgrade is what I what I I I've been calling for for years. Right? Yeah. See, because I seen it last year's right there where he was doing trick plays. You know where he was doing the off off the ball stuff. You know the the weird counter stuff and. Yeah. And that's where I think, you know, because I've always said it. I've always said it. It says the only way Detroit is going to win as a young team is with trickery. And that's, that's I think, our offensive coordinator is seeing that too. And I don't necessarily think this is a new offense. I think it's based right. off a, a, a particular offense with some twists and turns in his, his, uh, Edition of cliche, I suppose. You know? <laughs> His molding of it, right? It, Correct. And that's, I think that's where, yeah, exactly, the upgrade comes from, where it's, it's now, it, I think it'll be more of a, a finished product it's coming out of his package mind. deals. You're, you're, you're going to have package players. You're going to come in, you know, a running back, a wide receiver, and a tight end, you know, you probably have all that mixed up, you know? Your tight end come and play wide out. Your your slot guy will go oh, play yeah, the other slot. wide out. You know, and and then uh, your wide out will play tight end. You know, or whatever. You know, it's yeah, weird shit. You it's know, good, the good cars team all right. all mixed up. Right, right, <laughs> right. exactly. Back, back in the day, um, yeah, because we need we need that. I think to to get out of the the slump. You know, is is for that that trickery and some some a new fresh face and. And I think that's what they started last year. Right, but an offense like that only works when you have the right personnel. And, yeah, and were, you they, know, this they shot they, sh pardon this, pardon the phrase, but they shot their wad this year with Jameson Williams, and and, yeah, and that's what know, they they see as their future, right? What what they see here is what the team is becoming a little bit smaller, but a lot faster. It, 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 th yep. that's where we we uh that is we kind of had our question marks in the beginning I with do. with do. the size of these players that they took in this year's draft you know undersized 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 well injured, injured, it's what injured. we consider undersized but you know with this we can't really say that he's undersized because we really don't understand the type of defense or what the kind of package they right. have for these particular players, whether it be offense or defense, you know. Sure. So you know, 
they're small, but they're faster, a lot faster than what we've had in previous drafts. And I don't think they sure are. I don't know if you could elaborate a little bit more on that, but well, it, it's going to be interesting because well, we've talked about uh, or well, I should say the chatter out there, right? Is is how poor the linebacker unit is uh, getting, say, getting to to the defense. But uh, yeah, it's all right. We can, we can move on that. Yeah, it, it, I don't think we're necessarily separating our podcast into. An offensive and a defensive true, half, right? True, but we could take um, a defensive segments, offensive segments. So. Yeah, well, it's more positional and, and right. things like that. Yeah, um, you're right. You know, this this all I've heard lately, too, is like, you know, our linebackers need to improve. The middle of the field is still yeah. kind of open. But, the, but the, thing, the thing about it is there's hardly – you're going to have two linebackers on the field, and that's it. You know, the other guys are going to be outside linebackers. Right. Well, those guys will be rushing the ball they're, far. And they're part of the, the four as opposed to the the three, right? Because you call it a 4-3 or a 3-4, and that's usually where the, as far as the the knowledge goes, but this is technically going to be a 5-2-4 or a 4-2-5, right? Uh, more than a 4-3. So you're not because you're not going to have three linebackers on the field, uh, middle linebackers, right? Right, um, off the ball yeah, linebackers, except for ten percent of the time, over the course of a season. Um, so it, it, having a linebacker debate isn't a really a big issue, <laughs> you know. It's like you got Anzalone, Derek Barnes, uh, the new guy Chris Board, and and then you know. Jared Davis is more of an outside linebacker because because he, he's going to be a. It sounds like at any rate he's he's a. Yeah, a, I, a, I don't a, think they're going to use him as an outside linebacker, but uh, I think it's they're well, going to. It's, it's, it's a package. A, I think they're going to call use him for a particular package. A blitzing linebacker. Right. That's what I'm trying to get. At. He's not so much outside, but he's he's a. a Blitzing linebacker, yeah. he'll be he usually shooting the gaps, right? He, he, yeah, he's Inside. not an outside linebacker. Right. He's, he's he's a he's an off the ball linebacker that lines up, you know, behind the line, and it will find the gap and shoot through it. That's right. that's that's he's, his my, job. My association, my association with that is that he's competing with like Julian Okora and James Houston for that rushing linebacker role. Is my thought. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. I roster spot, right? Well, I don't know. It depends on you know how many linebackers and out versus outside linebackers. You know, they're probably only going to keep maybe three outside linebackers, maybe four. You know. Yeah. Four, probably four. You know. But I, I don't, I don't see where how Jared Davis could be in competition with Cora. Well, it's it's the fact that he he doesn't go out in coverage. Jared Davis. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not there to be a coverage guy. He's there to be a, a, yeah, a, a Jared, an extra rusher. We've already known Jared Davis cannot cover. Right. But that's that, my point is the only the only way Jared Davis would make the team is being an extra rusher. And that's who Julian and James are are extra rushers. Right, but he rushes from the inside. These are guys are right. outside rushers. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. you. These are is he's an inside right. rusher. Yeah, but all these guys on the outside linebackers, they all have time on the inside as well, like Romeo or. Uh, I I and, don't know. And your defensive ends have, 
I know on the inside, like James uh, Aiden Hutchinson is going to be going inside outside a little bit, you know. Uh, but that's all I'm saying is because Jared Davis isn't a coverage linebacker. The only way he makes a team is if he's shooting gaps and and right. getting pressure. And but with there the switch, many man, specialists on the team in that sense, as with, far as a, with that kind of a switch around, uh, switch around the, with the uh, from the with the defense from last year versus this year. And I believe now our offense, our outside linebackers are now defensive ends, and the defensive ends from last year are now defensive tackles. You know? Yeah, it's, it's, so it's, it's you know, exactly. It's like, That's I guess so, the point is we don't you know, know. As far as I know, it depends. I suppose if what what formation we're in, you know, if you're playing a three man front or five man front or. A, or a four man front. Yeah, the percentage you know, that they're in each of those yeah, fronts. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was, is, is, he, is he an outside linebacker or is he a defensive end? You right. know, is that is live it, or is like it member X? They're mostly going to have two linebackers on the field, and at times there's going to be a third. And, you're, and like Chris Board is. Uh, right, is or a coverage linebacker. Sean Dion Hamilton and, or, or Josh Woods or even Anthony Pittman. You know, yeah, and, or Jared Davis. Does he come on as a. You know, well, he's only going to come on as a uh, a blitzer. It you know? would surprise me if, if Jared doesn't make the team. You know, but he, exactly. You know, he's it's the nostalgia thing. They brought him back. You know, they gave it a good old, yeah, old college he's, try. He's going to be a tryhard. You know. Yeah, and we'll see what happens. I mean, we can't count him out. We no. really can't. Not yet. Yeah, we're or Anthony about Pittman because he was. We're talking about it. Anthony Pittman was coming out really strong towards the end there last year too, and he's made a case to come back. And uh, Josh Woods, they they picked him up uh, towards the end of the season, or did they get him in in, in between seasons? I forget exactly. Yeah, I think he was. I think he actually played a green light the last game of the season. To be honest with you, I'm not exactly sure. Josh Woods, I think, was with us, and then he got hurt or whatever. You know, he's back this year. Sean D'Abel Hamilton is is probably my guy, you know, as far as, you know, making a comeback this year. I think uh, he will make the team. I think he, yeah. they're going to count on him. They really liked him last year. And so far, the reports that I've heard on him is, is all good. You know, like, yeah, right. this, he's really pushing hard and going. Well, it's weird because they they were, you know, last off season and uh, before he got hurt, he was a linebacker that was running with the ones, and yeah, and then you know obviously he didn't play in the season. We got hurt. And now they're play placing even less emphasis on linebackers than last year, and and it, I guess is my only point. You know, is 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 there a was he playing a position last year that isn't necessarily emphasized that much this year and it gives him less of a chance to... Who's that? Hamilton. Hamilton what didn't play last year. That's what I'm saying. He, he, he got hurt. But he right? was getting ready to play a different system for linebackers. Oh, well... Right? And yeah. that system has changed. There's less of an emphasis on linebackers. So maybe he is less essential now. After Anzalone... And the draft pick Derek Barnes, and they brought in a guy Chris Board to be a coverage linebacker. They brought in Jared Davis to be a special pass rusher. I don't know if these other four guys necessarily matter so much anymore with uh, Sean Dion Hamilton and uh, Pittman and 
Woods and Reynolds. I think you know, I think just I think, speculation, you know. Exactly. We don't speculate though. Because you know, if there's only gonna be two linebackers on the field for ninety percent of the time. I, I tell I tell you what, I think I think if any of those people, any of these guys right here don't make the team and get cut, it it's probably gonna be Jared Davis, okay? It, you know, and it's probably because he is a one-hit wonder. He does one thing and one thing only, and that is rush from the inside at the linebacker position. Yeah. Sean Hamilton can fall back into coverages. You know, Pittman showed that he can too. And uh, what Woods did in the beginning, or towards the end of the season, you know, got him a chance to be on this team again this year, a chance to make their... And what they've been saying about Malcolm Rodriguez is, is uh, you know, he could be become a green light, you know. So yeah, he can. Yeah, probably not. Uh, not, not this, this year. year, no. <laughs> unless there's unless there's injuries, you know. Yeah, right? we, we, know. Just, we know how that goes. Yeah, you know, but Derek Burns down, is still Burns coming into down. his own, and I really <clears> hope they take the freaking leash off that boy, let him go, because that they've been holding him back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's. And I think that just I think they just let him well, so far, let him go. So far, he's been. In, Jared Davis and himself uh, that just hasn't, you know, well, he, was, he you was know, injured too. You know, he had right. an injury that was bugging him too. That, it's comparable to Jared. He still got what two sacks last year? Three, yeah. two. Yeah, and then he's not great in coverage, and you know they didn't he, play so, him all the time either. You know, well, no, so. they're bringing him in slow. You know, that's nope. that's all right. Um, it's just yeah, and, and again, a fourth rounder. They you know. Made him a priority in trading up for him, right? But well, still, just a fourth rounder. You can't anybody expect, else on this yeah. list that doesn't, you know, other than Jared, that doesn't make the fifty-three will end up on the practice squad. I don't. I doubt very much. Jared will not make me. Will not go to the practice squad. You know, so God, it, God only knows at this point. You know, yeah, because they they've shown they've shown us that they they. Like guys, they get on guys, they keep right. guys around. But does Jared Davis do special teams? Uh, not when he was here previously. Yeah, right? so yeah, <laughs> I don't no, necessarily he know if he's going to do that again. You're right. Which still makes him a one hit wonder, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, you yeah, know. If he's improved, maybe he improved while he, on that while he was with the Jets. And, uh, you know, I don't know. It was a conscious effort. Right. I don't well, you know, we'll see. Time will tell. Like I said you can't count them out. It's still you know, summer here is here, and that's why we call it this segment or summertime blues edition. Because yes. because you know, everything is lid limbo right now. And yeah, so and as far as our outside linebackers go, yeah, Detrez, Patrick, you know, undrafted free agent, you know, who isn't he? I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I think he'll he might come back to the practice squad. But he might not. I don't know. I haven't heard yeah, anything. It's hard, hard to think he'd make the team at this point. Yeah. You know, right now, the only one, other one would be Austin Bryant. If they keep five, then the Travis would probably go to the practice squad. Yeah. And, and Bryant would stay with the team if they kept five. Everything I've heard about him is that it probably is not looking good for him. But no, I, I think. That's just, or actually, everything I've read. You know, I, don't you know, I think you're looking at the Accor <laughs> brothers. Charles Harris and, and James Houston as being your four outside linebackers. Yeah, yeah that sounds about right. Yeah. So. But, yeah, that's just speculation, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And when will Romeo come back, you know? 
Yeah, he's he's still got a big question mark behind his name too, you know. Yeah. So when will he come back? You know, now if Romeo, if Romeo can't come back and start the season, then then probably, uh, Sid Bryant will make the team. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And the the other thing we haven't really mentioned is Josh Pascal, right? Or Paschal? However, I still oh, yeah. I still don't know how to say it specifically. I Paschal. Yeah, I think that's that may be right. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, he was hurt too in the draft or. You know, before the end of the season or something, or missed his one of the guys. Was he that missed his uh, bowl game? Maybe did he miss the bowl game or did he get hurt in the bowl game? I forget how how long it happened. A lot, and I guess is my point is that just he was injured uh, when drafted, and and uh, he's in the mix here for I don't some sort of defensive end, outside linebacker. Pass rushing role, uh, yeah, but undersized. I think they'll of, you know they'll call him a defensive lineman, right? D lineman, a D lineman. Yeah. So you know, because yeah, he'll play. No matter if you play inside, outside, he's he's still a D lineman. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess I guess um, with with all that being said, you know, I I. I don't think we are in dire straits in our linebacking core. I think we have a pretty good group, but I think, right. you know, there's always room for improvement, and we all know that. But I, I think we got a pretty solid lineup here, and I just don't see where the media, why the media keeps saying that, you know, our well, linebackers are, asked, are, asked are garbage. They keep getting asked questions about it <laughs> from, you know. Because right. that's all, that, those are all the podcasts these days are question and answer shows and right. trying to fill the, the summer time with yeah. uh, with content. And, I think what we have not, here... Not a knock on it. That's what we, we want. That's what we want to hear. We want these questions answered yeah, by the people that know ha- stuff. I think right. what we have here is is a pretty solid group. You know, and It's a heck of a lot better than what we had last year, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm reading your, your uh, notebook upside down, which is why I, I thought Rodriguez was Reynolds... Oh Jesus! Yeah, I, I can't read that guy's name. I not, I oh, so the yeah, first Malcolm day. Rodriguez. Yeah, so you know you got Anzalone, Derek Barnes, and Rodriguez, and and you brought in Chris Board, and you still have Sean Dion Hamilton and Josh Woods. You see, yeah, it, that's a lot of names for, yeah, for it is. a lot of snaps. Yep. So you know, and you got you got to fill in some uh, uh, special teams play with with yep. some of this. You know? They might they might keep six linebackers though. You know. Yeah. You know that yeah. that would not necessarily adding these spots up in my head yet as to. But you know you never know. You know we'll see. Dedicating. I think I think, uh, I think the abitable six. You know that your outside linebackers or or defensive ends. We go to call them. You know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Charles Harris should be better this year. I mean, you know, with, he's got a bunch of help now. Yeah, you know, so, so instead of seven and a half sacks, he should get more like 10 or 12, you know. So I'm open. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it's going to be interesting. That's for sure. So shall we move over to the other side of the ball again and talk about why everybody thinks our tight end department still needs work? Yeah. Yeah, go right there. you know, that's what we're here for is just, you know, the positions, right? It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, so tight ends is is another area, right? And the same with uh, you got a 
as, as they drafted a sixth-round linebacker in Rodriguez, they, they got actually a was it fourth round. Was it a fourth round? Mitchell. In, in Mitchell. Yeah. I, 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 well, I, I got my draft book somewhere. Yeah, third, third or fourth. I forget how that worked out. Fifth? <laughs> you know, he's just, but, he, you know, I, we're hoping the best, but it sounds like he's not going to start the season, right? Well, I don't think any of our uh, hurt draft players are going to start the season. season. Exactly. Yeah, we don't mean to harp negatively on that, but it's, but, it's you know, just a, the way it is. In a lot of in a lot of different ways, you can you can look at that in a lot of different ways because I don't necessarily think that holding these guys back for the first part of the season is going to be a bad thing. You know, or you do that with rookies as it is. Exactly. You know that yeah. that was that was going to be my point. You know, and uh, but with uh, yeah, yeah. So so with things uh, as far as the, the tight end. In general, the problem is, is we don't have a whole lot of guys that block. You know, we right. got we got a lot of guys who can catch. You know, we got a lot of guys who got great hands out there. But you know, when it comes to blocking for you know Hawkinson, not a great blocker. I mean, okay, run blocker is pass or pass blocker, but his run blocking kind of sucks. No, it's it's kind of the other way around. Oh, is it? Yeah, the pass blocking is what's hard. Or no, it, it's no. You're right. Think it's, about you're it. You're right. Yeah, Think about it. He's good at pass, not not the run. So yeah, much. yeah. He, he, he doesn't get uh, downfield like that. ADD kick it in there. You get it all backwards. Right, yeah. No, I just I sorry. I expect you to get it wrong. So. I, <laughs> 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 uh, oh man, that, that, yeah. I got to throw something at you for that. Oh uh, shit! But no, we just picked up this Devin Funches, you know, and yeah, everybody should that, know, you know, he's from Michigan. It's a scanner. Got the scanner on there, um, but that's that. That is the thing, you know. You're adding to your your core of tight tight ends, and you're still not adding blockers, right? Right. Um, so yeah, because Funches played wide receiver. Where I think he was drafted by. Panthers, I, I, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's where, well, he, you know, he played wide receiver. He was there with Cam. You, yep. And, and we pick him up as a tight end, so you know that'll right. be a little bit older. He did, he did both at Michigan. He was a wide receiver and a tight end. Came out as a wide receiver, and it, played for at least I think three teams before we picked him up. Now, um, see, I think with a skill set like that is is pretty cool because that's going to work right into that trickery I was talking about earlier with Ben Johnson and his new offense. Yeah. Got a guy that can play multiple positions like tight end or wide receiver. You can line him up in both spots, and, and that's that that you know is a big deal. It really truly is. You know, is he going inside? Is he going outside? You know. Yeah, I mean, as 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 much as they're as people are talking up the offense this year, uh, this off season, I, it's still it's it's interesting how the tight end fits into all this, and like like we're saying with the blocking, and, you know, and are they really not just not worried about the blocking aspect of it, or are they handcuffed because Hawkinson isn't as good as they need him to be. Well, I don't know about that because Hawkinson went to wide receiver school. 
I think they want you to be it's more not of a blocking school. Randy. No, no, exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. That I don't think they're looking to him to right. be a blocker. Right. You know, so I, they they sent him to a freaking well, wide who, receiver who school. Else, who else is are they looking to be a blocker? Is well, there? I, I don't know. Right. <laughs> James Mitchell. Well, he's not much of a well. Garrett we Griffin. Don't know what the hell he is. Griffin. Griffin was a is a blocking guy. Okay. Right. Yeah. And Brock Wright did. Did did well with his blocking. He dropped the fucking touchdown pass. <laughs> uh, he's, yeah, I mean, well, he and Hawkinson get in the way during a, a, the pass blocking decently. You know. Well, he but, went to he went to pay, uh, he went to wide receiver school too with with uh, with TJ. Yeah. So and while they were gone, Zilstra uh, was was the number one getting time in, with the number ones, and. It's still another pass catcher, right? Uh, right, but did, did you see anything on his blocking? No. Well, who's to say he's not a good blocker then? Well, that's my point, is he hasn't, I haven't heard anything about his blocking. So, good you know, they, maybe that's a good thing, you know? Know, know? That's the part of the smokescreen around Detroit, you know? Well, that's, yeah, the only the only guy that I've heard about being a, a, a blocking tight end is Garrett Griffin. Right. It's why they... But they, yet, then I still don't hear anything about him from OTAs and, and this and that. He's like, holy shit, he's a great blocker. You know, it's... Well, it, you, they haven't put the pads on yet. They really well, can't they tell. They can't, exactly. Just so you're not... Yeah. It's, it's I'm, so, not, I'm not saying I should have heard. No, you that, see, and that's part of being the summertime blues, okay? Yes, it's yes. part of being the summertime, part of we having the blues with football withdrawals. We don't have the info. We can speculate all we want, but it's just what it is at the end of the day. Yeah, is these just, are things we're looking for, uh, I guess, here in uh, training camp. When the pads go on in August, yeah, uh, it's going to be fun. Right but now, it's, it's just an anticipation war with our brains. You know, it's like, I need football! I need yeah. football! Yeah. And I've been totally, myself, I've been just uh, filling that void with... with Music. Me, I've yeah. been filling it with yard work. <laughs> you know, yard work. Yeah, there's been that. Yeah, yeah but I mostly music. And I wrote, I wrote, I wrote ten songs this month. Randy, Randy was productive that way. Yeah. I just, I, I was streaming Glastonbury. Yeah. Still am. It's, it's there for thirty days. Lyrics for Even ten. As a, uh, you know, U.S. citizen, I made it happen. Right on. <laughs> made it happen. I made it happen. Uh, but you know, like that, it's you get your information where you can. Yeah. And, and there's been, uh, you know, nothing for us to say like, oh well, I saw this or I saw that. But uh, people are have been there with Jeremy Reisman, Jeff Risman. You know, right. They, they, yep. They've been on those guys sites and religiously follow those guys. They they know it. They're the is out. They're they are the beat rep guys. They they they. Our, our they set the tone. Infamous beat writers. Yep. And uh, yeah, there's been some changes in in those guys over the season. The uh, uh, athletic uh, Chris Burke has yep. moved, moved on to uh, being a, more of a draft a draft guy, and, and uh, someone else is taking his place as the Lions guy. Uh, so I'm not sure who that guy is, but uh, I assume. It's more of a promotion for Chris Burke, which is good for him there at the Athletic. Even though I, I'm not a subscriber, <laughs> you know, I'm not a paid member, so I don't really yeah. get to read his articles. 
Um, yeah, well, his you know, tweets sometimes. You know, his uh, his tweets were always great. Uh, the five things he knew about the the game uh, were always good. So I miss that. Well, I tell you, there's you know, I mean, you would have joked around here and there. You know, we yeah. talked about running backs a little bit. Jamar Jefferson, another, another to me is interesting the, position. Jamar Jefferson to me is the the uh, the forgotten running back here. I mean. It's like you know, I we we see Greg Bell comes in, Craig Reynolds got gets a big gets a contract. You know he's gonna be here, and it's cool that. But what's going on with Jamar Jefferson? He kind of he was doing pretty good there. They would didn't bring him in. They didn't play him. Yeah. Then we found out he was had a little bit of an injury. He was on the practice squad. And, well, so, yeah, last season was he uh, he was not good. He was uh, he was. Almost, the, you could say, horrendous special teams play, and so that was a big knock on him. Right? It was was all right. He's you know he's got to progress, um, but he made the team as a draft pick. Um, so yeah, so we'll see if he's progressed in in that sense. Because I love um, the way he runs. I mean, he's, yeah, he's got it, great vision. He's got as, good as the, stop and go abilities. As the third, fourth running back. Uh, You've got to be a special teamer in some aspect. Yeah. And he's not a returner, um, so he's fighting with Ricky at that point. Um, well, I think he beats Iggy, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's, that's our hope, right? Yeah. There where the, but but I don't. Ricky's got to get beat out at the return spot um, somehow. Right, but I don't. I don't see Jefferson. Uh, Beating out uh, Craig Reynolds, I mean, Greg Bell. You know he was an undrafted free agent, but these two guys are you know Jefferson and Bell are almost like two peas in the pod. Although I think Bell runs harder, and I think he does special teams too. So, well, yeah, undrafted guy still OTAs. Yeah, but he was a, we don't we don't know much more than college film. Well, no, I, what I do know is that in, a, in an interview with uh, with Deuce Daly, he was talking that he was looking at somebody else's film and saw Greg Bell. You know, yeah. it's like that was like that was you know, when he was like a couple a, years ago. Yeah, it was like when he was a sophomore or freshman or something. You know, and yep, so yep. so well, yeah, he said he was looking at some more tape and he came up again. So yeah. I said so. He's been watching this kid for a while. Yeah, worth it as an undrafted guy. So, uh, only one we took this year. The only running back right. we took in, in and draft every, or every running phrases. back they have is under contract. So, it, it's you've got to really show out to, yeah. to disrupt yeah. a contract, right? right? And, and I think he so, will. I'm not like I said. I think right now, Jabbar Jefferson is probably the weak, weak, weaker link of that. But he's over Iggy, uh, though. You know. See, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I think Iggy's got. I, I'm. I'm rooting for that Pimpleton kid over Iggy as a return guy. Yeah. Which takes Iggy off my my list. Takes him keeps, away. Takes him away from the running. Puts bait. it between Reynolds and and uh, Jefferson for the fourth guy after Swift and Williams. Right. Yeah. See, I. I see. I really. Uh, Not so sure third about or fourth that. guys. I think it's going to basically come right down to Jamar Jefferson and Greg Bell. And, and my guess is Greg Bell is probably going to beat him out. Interesting. 
Uh, yeah, I, I, mean, I, like, you know, I, I don't like Jefferson yeah. and Reynolds. I really don't know. Franchise. It's just it's just for sure that. But That'd I'm just cool. saying is is Jamar Jefferson has been the forgotten running back that you know nobody seems to be ever talking about. You know, and so uh, you know, I I it's, it's <laughs> he he could be you know the greatest thing. You know, who knows? Yeah. But yeah. like I said, it's too early to tell. But I got a reason believe that. They think Greg Bell can beat out Jamar Jefferson is why they drafted him or why they brought him in. Yeah, they didn't draft him. No, they didn't. They brought Jefferson, him in because I think I think they think they, they he can't beat him out. You know, but we'll, well see. One of them's gonna yeah. end up on a practice squad. I mean part of it is that the the running backs just this With in, in the draft it wasn't a a good draft for, for him. And everything else was going off the board. And, this and was just a goofiest draft ever, you know. It's pretty nuts. It, and not to get too off topic, but I think this is this pertains is this draft was the first draft that I've been. I mean, I, I technically like in this sense is a, a really you know in-depth fan or whatever you want to call me uh, <laughs> you know is only been around for you know eight nine ten years yeah. but you've been I, a fan of the lights for longer than ten years when you I was, are a diehard exactly. fan when i was the, the eight-year-old in the stands going to michigan games on saturday and lions games on sunday asking my dad well i i think that michigan could be the Lions, you know, and, and, and he's going, well, no, you know, it's a really, it's just, it's a different game. It is a different you know? game. There's no way. And, and he'd have two, two TVs in the living room, one with the draft and one with, uh, you know, whatever, golf probably, you know, in, in April, May there. And, and so, you know, you'd be watching, I'd be watching the draft and when it was 14 rounds and. Right. And all that. So you know, so I've been invested, and this is the first time that that the quarterbacks actually were drafted where they were supposed to be, supposed drafted, to be drafted. You know, where it, even the I mean, still the the first guy went too early, but there was only you know the one first rounder or whatever, and, and Willis, you know, and no, it wasn't it Willis. Was Willis, it was uh, uh, Pickett, wasn't it? Or no, uh, uh, yeah. However, it went. Pocket, Pocket, Pocket. Uh, Howell, yeah, Yeah. like whatever. Pickett and Howell, or whatever. And then it took a while for for Willis to go. Willis went in the third round to Carolina. There, you know, and along with uh, the Cincinnati kid, he you know he had to wait. Um, And they got drafted where where they were supposed to, and you didn't get a top ten, you know, or. Multiple top tens, you know, that usually happens, you know, because the need and the worried, oh well, you know, he's only a third round talent, but I I got to get him because he's not going to be there. Someone's going to grab him because he's the value of a quarterback. And yeah, you always get somebody that's going to take them too early anyway, you right? Know? But and then you're going to have teams out there too who are also so freaking desperate for a quarterback that they they need to like throw away their whole draft to get one, you know? Right. So. Yeah, and that didn't happen this year. No, you know, the didn't. Bears didn't trade up to, to get a guy that, like Trubisky, that, you know, that or, really was or the just one, Like the one they got. 
<laughs> I, I think that kid's going to get killed this year. I, I, he's I, a good quarterback, but yeah, he's slight, he, slight of frame. As he they is say. going to get killed. <laughs> he's got a strong arm, but yeah, he can he could be killed. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so Detroit is like you know we know you know they have a projected top five offensive line, but did you know that they were a projected top ten play action team for this year? Yeah, that's interesting. You know, and and I think some of that is due to. Uh, Swift's ability to catch passes out of the backfield. Yeah, let's is, just uh, hope that we get the under, ability to stay healthy. Because Swift has uh, a little problem with injuries. I'm fine with a running back missing four games in a season. Any running back in the in the NFL on any team, if he misses four games on in a season, I'm fine with that. Any any workhorse, any you know, any guy that's uh, you know a first and second downer. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott to uh, right. This even, four even, games and still get a thousand yards. Yeah, you know those yeah, that'd, be, can, that'd be all right. Those things be, can happen. You know, you know. It's, it, as long as it's not a major, you know, six, seven, eight game kind of deal. You know, uh, those things happen too. But I, I'll give any running back four games in the season. Right. Well, the play action stuff is what what I think. You know, that it just seems that you know uh, play action is what Goff seems to really thrive on. You know, it, it, when the running game is a threat, you know. Yeah. So when when uh, uh, when uh, when Swift can stay healthy, then you know the the running game stays healthy. But now we got Craig Reynolds back there behind him, with without to mention uh, Williams. You know, I think he's looking. Cheers. He's looking at uh, uh, Williams. Uh, yeah. Jameson, yeah, he's or, or no, no, Jamal, Jamal, yeah, Jamal, Jamal is is looking to make a, a comeback this year. He was not happy with his play last year. He was really kind of, I don't know, hurt. I suppose yeah, he got a little hurt. Yeah, so but he run his drive. So I kind of think he needs. He wants another contract for next year. He's going to have to put out some really good tape this year. So. I really kind of think that Jamal Williams is probably going to have a pretty good breakout year, you know, if they decide to give him the ball, you know. It could happen. Yeah, I, it, think. It, yeah it, I think really they, they other than well, waiting on Greg Bell to undrafted status to, to dip into the running back class this season, or really? this offseason, say, in the draft, uh, Makes it more of a option next year that they'll put some emphasis on it um, because of expiring contracts like right. with like Williams and, and Swift and what his future may be. He's been here a while. They could invest some capital into the running backs next draft. Uh, so you know, team building right now, right? right. It's team building. Uh, so. Um, yeah, well, you know, I should mention too that you know when when golf was good at play action is when he had uh, 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 Todd Gurley as as a <laughs> you know to, had had Todd Gurley as a running back. Yeah, you know, and a damn good left tackle. You know, if they took both those guys away at the last minute, then that he was supposed to still be good. You know, right. So, 
Yeah, and and that's what we're looking at here is is at least half of that, right? A, a top five offensive line. Well, right now they're saying that Detroit's line was better than the line that he had in L.A. Yeah, so if it, it, a lot come, better come the end of the season, if they are all healthy, they could be a top three offensive line. You know, it's, so. But how you know how much do you gain from that? If uh, well, if they're if all under if, contract. If, if you're running back for. If your running back is hurt and your star wide receiver is not on the field, how much does your offensive line gain you? Right. You know, uh, yeah. with unproven wide receivers yet in well, shark, and, you know. So I think that comes right back to our earlier conversation of what we got going on in our running back department. You know. Yeah. And so so you know Williams is if he's not going to come back next year, you know they're they're they be one of our sexy picks. For yeah, because next year we got two first round draft picks. Next right. year's draft. Yeah. Okay. Now everybody say, well, we need to get a quarterback. We need to get a quarterback. You know. Well, yeah. Right, well, right okay. down. Right down to the people that 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 say, oh well, if the offense is that good, and Goff wins the MVP, that's going to take us right out of quarterback. <laughs> you know, quarterback <coughs> range. Well, we Forget the guy don't that don't need a quarterback well, right. because yeah. he won the MVP. Uh, the argument just goes around and around. Yeah, it sucks. You know. Yeah. So yeah, but one of the sexy picks next year. And right. If hopefully we, it's not if a running back in the first round. Well, this know? my point is, is if we don't take a quarterback next year in the first round, those first two round picks are going to be extremely sexy. Yeah. Okay. You know, so and hopefully they're not a quarterback and not a running back. <laughs> <laughs> Two worst in the first round when you don't need it, you know. Right, um, but you know what? What are we? What are we talking about when we call sexy picks? You know, are we are we talking about another wide receiver? Well, it's are we talking about no. a safety? Yes. Are we talking about another quarterback? Probably not. Maybe, Maybe. A, another linebacker. No. <laughs> a defensive end. Sure. Uh, why not a running back? First round, uh, you know, if if the if the Rams win the the Super Bowl and we're picking thirty two and they want to take a running back, I'd be okay with it, you know, because right. it's probably the second, first or second running back off the board at that point. Right. Um, yeah, because even Tommy always said, you know, you don't really look to to get a running back till third round. You know, yeah. right round, you still want a starter. You know, so you get yeah. a starter in the first three rows. You know, right but, bang. I, but I'd still rather, at that point, with the second one, the second pick in the first round, with that Rams pick, I'd still rather a safety next year. Yeah, I think you're right. right. I'd now, go for a safety. Like I would have taken this year. Yeah. But they moved up to get wide receiver out of the picture. Right. Don't need a wide receiver next year in the first well, they round. Might, they might go tight end, too. You know, look for God, no. <laughs> but they will, you know, they could possibly yeah. be needing one right. because right. Cause right. Hawkinson is in his fifth year option here. That's what I'm telling you. If they're not you know, doing there could be another contract, there could then, be another tight end right. in the mix for next year. Because yeah, that is the Lions, right? Even though we have got round tight ends. eight tight ends on the team right now, you know. Yeah, and they barely used two. <laughs> <laughs> well, At least successfully. Yeah, know? that's too funny. But no, but even Hawkinson last year, he was on pace for great numbers when he got hurt. So, yeah. you know, but yeah, he, he's got his Last issues. year was just like, you know, I don't want to call it a total cluster. You know, I just want to, call it, I want to call it like, yeah, they, nobody really kind of took up forever for things to start to gel. But when they finally come together as a team and figure, you know, knew what they were, 
they they basically got an identity. And, yeah, and they, a they lot played. of things all came together at the same time when when uh, Anthony Lynn, uh, the the change there happened. So right, the offensive yeah. coordinator let him go and parted ways. However, they wanted. Camp Bell started calling plays. Yeah. and started talking and, directly and to Goff on back the field. Off an injury, uh, or with uh, Decker, you know, and Sewell moving to the to right side. That kind of coincided with that same time period. So a lot of things came together for the end of the season, right? Yeah. The, those last six to Exactly. Eight so that's, to me, that's what you call finding your gel, you right. know. It took You're, a while, and it's, and it's still, they're still finding that gel. Well, exactly. You know, like I said, you know, this rebuild, you know, people were saying, oh, it could come together in two years. But no, you know, in reality, you know, Campbell got a six-year contract, you know, because he needed that extra year. Because it was going to take three years to turn it around to get it, I suppose, a winning culture in Detroit, you know? Yeah, so and it's to, going to take more of that. And yeah, and it's about, as far as the culture goes, I mean, you know, we he's changed the culture. There is no doubt about it. Absolutely. I, I don't doubt. I mean, he not only changed the culture in Ford Field or with the Lions organization, but I think, I think possibly changing the culture of the city, you know? I can't say that for sure because I don't live in the city, you know, I'm a country boy who lives up here in the Northland. But, you know, I went down there for, you know, when we went down there for that, uh, for a, a Lions game with Rocky. Or we camp. Training camp. Training camp, yeah. yeah. Last, and, last yeah, August. Downtown was rocking, man. It was a lot it was of awesome. fun. It was yeah. awesome, you know. And, you know, so that's why I can say, I mean, I, from what I experienced, is not only is the culture changing with the team in Ford Field, but it seems to be that the culture is changing in Detroit itself. Yeah, all if, over. If we didn't had time to to spend some daytime there and that would be great. Go to the the Riverwalk. You, you'd be amazed. Yeah, uh, I, and, I, I, yeah. I, I was amazed with with what I experienced exactly. in well, downtown it, yeah. there. That was that was just freaking awesome. Yeah, the and, walk walkability and yeah, it's it's great. Oh, no doubt. So. So, you know, I, all I got to say to recap all this stuff is, you know, don't necessarily worry about the middle linebackers. Don't necessarily worry about the outside linebackers or the tight ends or anything like that. Everything is still in limbo. Yeah. I mean, you know. Summertime blues. Summertime blues are looking here. At, looking for things to, <laughs> to, looking to, for to bitch about. To do, no doubt. <laughs> you know, it's like, we're putting the band back together by, by really living room. It's now the studio again, so we're gonna they're rocking. Yeah, it's the summer. To do, you know, you know, it's hard to remember do. Remember to enjoy it out there, Lions fans. Yeah, I've been trying to put the band together all summer so far, but everybody's doing stuff, so well, nobody can yeah, play. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I, I've been here two out of six of the last. Yeah, uh, and that was yeah. Uh, four it, weeks it, ago. It happens. It happens. Yeah, but that's you know, it's a yeah. year year round thing. Yeah. You know, you you. You're a Lions fan year round. You're a musician year round. Whatever you are, you are year round, right? <laughs> and and that's you have ups and downs in those yeah. years. And well, that's why we have these festivals. You know, it's a Tommy Tropic's yes, having. Let's a reminder. You know, Tommy Tropic, good buddy of mine, good buddy of ours, uh, uh, friend of the show. He's been out a couple times, once I think. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Just once we talk about him all the time. Yeah, but he, he has the pirate festival in Boyd City. But this coming weekend he has the uh, Busker Fest 
Yeah, it'd be really cool, you know, if y'all did the area, want to come up and see what we're doing, you know, it's it's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Just you, bring lots of one dollar bills. If you private jet and you're bored, come on up. Yeah, bring lots of one dollar yeah. bills. The, <laughs> the, the, I, I tell you, the Charlevoix Airport, it's, you know, it's a private airport, not, you know, but the size of planes that are coming into that place now, it basically, you know, DC-8s are coming in. Just, you know, they're privately owned and... Oh it's man! It, amazing! It's just sitting there watching these things fly over my house and just <laughs> taking off. Yeah, it's great, you know. Yeah, the area is growing. You know, we're not the little dirt town we once was. You know, <laughs> no doubt about it. Yeah, you know. but yeah, you know, it's I I'd like to say uh, on behalf of the M sixty six North Detroit Lions podcast, uh, the a few people have reached out to Randy. With their DMs, they uh, slid into his DMs, as they say, uh, about us not being on, uh, or just what's going on. Yeah, you know, you guys still out there because we took yeah. some time off. Uh, yep. Dark Lion being one of them. Yeah, our buddy thanks, Dark Lion. He's uh, kind of uh, noticing about what we was doing. Yeah. So thanks for noticing that we weren't we we taking a break without saying we were taking a break. <laughs> yeah. Right. Life happens, and it happens in good ways and bad ways, and uh, we're yeah. just hoping for the best. And We've had a good run here, uh, you know, without taking more than a week off. Yeah, you know, since yeah. we started in nineteen, so I believe it was nineteen. This uh, year five. Nineteen. Is this, it's the fifth. No, it's only three. Randy. Three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doing the simple math uh, in my head. Yeah, it's like I said, you know, I've been. Trying to keep myself busy, and I've been it's, a, it's our four, it'll be our what is it the f- fourth season, but it's our third, you know, right? Only our third year or whatever that works out to be. Yeah, but we appreciate everything. We're up, we're up to you know almost ten thousand overall. Yeah, ten thousand listens. Almost so. ten thousand listens overall. That's pretty cool. Yeah, thank is, you so it, much for that. Yeah, appreciate yeah. that so yeah. much. None of our none of our like Twitter uh, accounts are are professional, uh, right? You you can choose between this and that as to your algorithms and the way that they get sent out in the world. And we're just all the M sixty six North Detroit uh, Lions podcast. Yeah, that Twitter handle is just personal. It's not professional. We're not trying to make anybody throw for ourselves anything. out there as insiders or anything yeah. like that. That's right. We're, we're fans. We're just fans. Yeah. We got an opinion and we thought, you know, apparently people like our opinions. Or, or, yeah, you know, it, yeah. they listen. And so we, we appreciate it. You know, they're, they're starved enough to, to be listening to, to more than, uh, you know, just a, a, a couple here and there. They want a, a, a fourth or fifth podcast or whatever, <laughs> you know. Come on over. We're here. We're yeah. here. just friends talking about the last That's all like, we are. Like just we did before old guys uh, were invented. <laughs> yeah, we're just uh, old guys sitting around the microphone and not even that anymore. But uh, sometimes we're... Yeah, we don't have the microphone. We just go right straight to to, to phone. Uh, yeah. yeah, so it works. So. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so uh, get out there this summer Enjoy yourselves. Whether Eat some hot dogs. Whether you're, yeah, picnicking. Maybe you're fishing. Maybe you're boating. Maybe you're going to concerts and festivals. And, Marshmallows uh, and spores. Spores. Yes. I don't know if that's an English thing or just American. Uh, or I don't care. It don't matter to me. It's chocolate. Yeah, chocolate <laughs> marshmallows. It's the only time I like a marshmallow is toasted with the fire and char on it, and then 
the hot melted chocolate pressed with some graham crackers. So until next time, we don't know if we'll be back next week. It, it, we'll see. We're, it doesn't necessarily have to be every week this uh, this time of year. So uh, it's the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast at M66NDLP on Twitter. Randy at WoodenTunes2 on Twitter. Uh Wooden, wooden tunes at wooden tunes two on Twitter. Myself, that guy Dicky at piss poor Packers on Twitter. Uh, still, just personal accounts, nothing personal or nothing professional here. Uh, so, so, until next time, summertime blues. Summertime blues. Watch for deer. One pride. Go, Go Lions. Lions.